HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. I'm Sam Edwards. I'm third generation cure master from S. Wallace Edwards and Sons in Surrey, Virginia. We support the Heritage Radio Network because we believe in the cause and what they're doing. They're supporting family-raised livestock, small family farms, uh, certified humane, pasture-raised, antibiotic-free. Basically, we take the products from Heritage Foods USA and make them into uh, Serrano-style hams, prosciutto-style hams, bacon, sausage, like my grandfather did. You can find us at Surrey Farms. Dot com or virginiatraditions.com Hey, it's Let's Eat In. I'm your host, Kathy Arroway, and that's our theme song by the Everly Brothers. Um, this is uh, Heritage Radio Network at Roberta's Pizza in Bushwick, and uh, we're here today on this beautiful, gorgeous uh, Monday, uh, late fall. No, sorry, early fall. Early fall. Early fall. You would know better. Um, our guest today <laughs> is Wen Jae Ying, and she is a coordinator at... Or what's your official title here? Um, I think it's officially CSA coordinator at Red Jacket Orchards. At Red Jacket Orchards, the upstate Finger Lakes Orchards that is at almost every green market that you find. Um, they are, have one of the biggest, uh, largest varieties of, of stone fruit, apples, grapes, fruit. Fruit, right. fruit, fruit. Berries. Berries. All that juice. <laughs> and a lot of juice. And you'll find them at all these like local food events, like uh, last week's uh, Taste of the Green Market, uh, Just Foods, Let Us Eat Local. They're basically a presence everywhere, and you'll probably see Wenjay behind uh, the counters, manning, manning the stations at them. But um, but you basically coordinate the first ever Red Jacket Orchard CSA, and not only the first ever CSA for Red Jacket Orchards, but the first CSA in this city that is um, a standalone fruit share. Uh, yeah, it's been really exciting. Um, it's really new, but I think people are really excited, and we've gotten a really good response, so we are just going to go with that. We're going to do winter share starting in November till December, and we're adding a third distribution location in Fort Greene. That's amazing. And you guys had a great response. I mean, I remember you guys only had two locations, but you were like, 
of obviously the this is a new thing because before um if people had fruit in their CSA shares it was outsourced from local farms that would kind of you know dis- be distributed through that farm mm-hmm. that is your CSA um just like there are you know meat and poultry and eggs dairy that you can get in addition to your gar- uh, vegetable CSA um so fruit was like this you know not not common thing but now this is just fruit CSA and i don't know about you but i eat I probably, you know, before joining the CSA, would buy, you know, I'd go through a dozen pieces of fruit a week. So wow. now I have a little more. So I actually made the CSA just for you, <laughs> just to cater to your needs. <laughs> um, yeah, it was really crazy because we had I had about two weeks to, you know, do outreach to members, and um, the first week we had maybe like six people signed up, and I was really nervous. The week after that, we had 80 people signed up. <laughs> I, I have no idea what happened, <laughs> but something good happened, so it's exciting. I, but yeah, um, yeah, I think it's really neat because if you have an additional product, um, fruit share at a CSA, you have your fruit, but you don't have a connection to your fruit farmer. Yeah, that's and right. And I think um, this is just nice because you get to know your farmer through a jacket and you know, you know how the farm is doing and that same connection that the whole great reason that CSX exists is that having that connection with your farmer. Uh, that is so cool. Do you think you'll ever do like meet the farmer like day on Red Jacket Orchards orchards sometime? Yeah, I've, I was talking to Mike, our farmer, who actually joined Red Jacket um, four months ago. So he's new still farmer. new. Yeah, he's a new farmer. He's really awesome, but um, he's going to come down. Maybe like next season, and mm-hmm. by next year we can have um, members come visit the farm, which would be really That's fun. That's great, cool. And I know that you, I'm like vicariously um, hearing about the farm through you because you're at every CSA pickup. Um, but uh, you recently spent a camp out night on the orchards. Yeah, we camped out in the apricot orchards right <laughs> on the lake. Did an apricot drop on your? No, was oh, it? They, like, it was. Yeah. It was after after the, all the apricots were done. But um, we did have albino deer. <laughs> like as we were sleeping, three in the morning, I hear like this really heavy breathing, <laughs> and it turned out there's a lot of albino deer in what? that neighborhood. Which I don't Wait. know how that. I didn't know that even existed. <laughs> but I guess so. You're like, why are there unicorns yeah. on our sleeping bags? Right yeah, now? there's there's centaurs everywhere. <laughs> it's just like a magical fairyland right now. <laughs> I want to go to this magical fairyland. I I buy no animals. I am inviting you. Okay, good. <laughs> How often do you see an albino like person too? I was like, what? <laughs> what are the chances? <laughs> I know, and just I know. So oh, it's like my. you know the ratio of like seeing an albino person compared to albino deer is are you sure they weren't unicorns i mean there's no way to really tell (laughs) okay i mean we were also convinced that it was a yeti so there are many options to that that i don't even know what that is but i (laughs) you know like grizzly furry oh magical billy goat type thing sort of okay furry fairyland stuff i'm I'm having a flashback (laughs) Um, to, to what? Fairy tale. I don't know. I, I can't conjure these images anymore. I'm too old. <laughs> that um, doesn't help you with that. No, the that's, boar's the head boar's on head the wall. Yeah, that helps a little. 
So I thought it was really interesting just before we got on air, uh, Wenjay, um, I was talking about these apples that I have in my bag because I think these Macoon apples right now from Red Jacket Orchards are the best apples I've ever bitten into. They're yeah. just like, they're almost like an Asian pear, how crisp they are. Um, but they're really sweet and tart. Um, but you were saying that you were allergic to apples or you thought you were forever until you ate a red jagged orchard apple? Yeah, I was allergic to uh, apples, pears, plums, peaches, strawberries, cherries, all that stuff. Which is pretty funny that we work at (laughs) an orchard. (laughs) I mean, I went on this job being like, I want to let you know that I'm allergic to all this fruit, but I really like fruit. Um, But... I like looking at them. <laughs> I like I like the colors. Um, no, but then I started trying the red jacket stuff really slowly, and I can I can eat all of them, which is amazing because I haven't had those fruits in probably seven years. I mean, I grew up loving fruit, but then I had to stop eating them because of these allergies. Wow! And now I can eat them again. And I've actually talked to people at the market um, who are actually also allergic to fruit, and I'll tell them just to try a little bit of mm-hmm. our fruit and. They had Wait the same response. Yeah. Wow. Now, I, I don't mean to sound like a suspicious, you know, food movement of file, but, you know, maybe it's something about chemical pesticides that is in a lot of uh, supermarket apples and peaches and whatever. I think so, too, yeah. Yeah. Or so it could be the unicorn fertilizing the, the <laughs> land up there. The unicorns are just <laughs> protecting our fruit, which is what it is. Nothing They're to do with it. They're sprinkling it with fairy dust. <laughs> nothing to do with their growing practices. <laughs> it's a magical process. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's really exciting to be able to eat fruit now. <laughs> and to also, you know, like, when someone comes up to me, they're like, I can eat fruit because you guys are growing their fruit this way. It's really exciting. It's a really nice feeling. Oh, my gosh. It's like unicorns. <laughs> So now, whenever I see you at the end of the day with all this leftover fruit that people didn't show up to pick up at the CSA, um, now now I know that you're not just eating them all. <laughs> I am eating all of them. Okay. Okay, let's talk about... Um, I know that Red Jacket ha- is kind of really interested in heirloom varieties and discovering them and cultivating them. And... Because we, I found this out because um, the plum uh, scenario. There was oh. a there was a plum beer that uh, Six Point made using Red Jacket Orchards as a partner, and uh, somebody came with a lot of plums, and they were talking about how like Red Jacket was um, trying to kind of broaden the the realm of plums that are available here, that are grown here and can oh. be grown here. Because plums are so various, it's it's scary. Mm-hmm. There was like green. Purple, red, pink, orange, yellow, red. What else is there? Blue, I guess. Yeah. Oh, actually, I think the elephant hearts we gave six point were like a purplish blue. They're called elephant hearts? Yeah. Yeah. So the, every single color in the rainbow. Yeah. For yellow? Yeah, no, there was yellow. Oh, yeah, there, there was, was yellow. like bright canary oh, sugar yellow. plums are yellow. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The- yeah, we grow 26 varieties of... Plums. 26? exciting. So, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know where to start. I don't even know how to count that high. Yeah. (laughs) So I made like a plum tart, but I'm like, it's a 
it's a this plum that plum it, it's it's more than plum tart it's like every it's like 30 different types of fruit yeah <laughs> well i have a question for you then okay what has been your favorite fruit to get in the csa um last week you gave me kumquats I just uh, made some cookies with kumquats in them. I'm about to take them out. I haven't tried them yet, though. So uh, let's try them. Um, I I think that the grapes have been really awesome. I really like the donut peaches because they came in two varieties. I mean, first of all, it's a donut peach. And then, like, one week it was a white donut peach. And then the next week it was this really kind of, like, juicy, orange, sweet, yellow donut peach. Oh, the quinces. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was a kumquat. It's a quince. Sorry. Yeah. I, so I'm learning about food. Oh my through. god, it's so good. It's good. Yeah. So I kind of candied the quinces or cum quinces. What is a kumquat? <laughs> it's not a quince. <laughs> we don't okay. grow them. So. I know everybody. Yes, last week when we picked these up, I was like, "Are those Bartlett pears?" <laughs> Nobody knew what they were. You were spreading rumors. <laughs> I'm like tweeting. We got some pears. Meanwhile, I'm I was really there. about to blog about these and say, "Come quad cookies." Oh my god, I'm so happy that I caught you on that because that would have been really embarrassing. Wow, but they're delicious. <laughs> I also used my quinces this weekend. I've been eating them every day, actually. Mm-hmm. I grilled Raw? them with cinnamon and no, sugar. No, really? Mixed them with some rice and beans. What? I also ate them with kale. <laughs> no, it was, it was so good, So you though. cook the quinces, because I, I hear you have to... It's better to cook. Mm-hmm. Well, the the quinces that you will get, if they're grown in like um, the Northeast or America, the weather just isn't warm enough, so the fruits aren't <laughs> sweet. I'm still thinking about kumquats. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess this radio interview is over. Hold on, wait. Let's take <laughs> let's take a quick break and play your song that you picked. This um, is an elephant. <laughs> who is it? <laughs> Jack, please hit it. We'll be right back. Thanks. Young, I'd flee this town. I buried my dreams underground. As did I, we drink to die. We drink to Take the big 
we're back on Let's Eat In. Uh, once again, I'm your host, Kathy Airway, done with my laughing fit. I think Wedgie is just, just, just ending hers, too. Trying um, to. Trying to. Um, so this is uh, Let's Eat In with Wenjie Ying from Red Jacket Orchards. Um, we just had some quince cookies. Quince. Very and delicious. Thank you. I think, yeah, quinces, you, you kind of have to cook because raw, they're tough and fibrous. Mm-hmm. Unless you get them from a tropical area. I really? Mean, they're very, very juicy, very sweet. I believe I've seen these in Taiwan, and they were cut and salted. Mm-hmm. Are you from, are you Taiwanese or not? I'm Chinese. Chinese? Close. Okay. Close enough. Yeah. So um, they, yeah, they would always be cut and then salted and then kind of let to soak in the salt. Hmm. Were um, they good? They were good. Maybe I'm thinking of guavas, though. <laughs> oh, God. Let's, let's not even go into um, this confusion of what is what right now. Okay. Let's talk about something else. Okay, sorry. Um, let's... <laughs> I'm no expert here. But thanks to the farmers at Red Jacket and people who work there. Yeah, okay. But what I do like um, is that you didn't even know what the fruit was, but you still cooked with it, and it tasted really good. Yeah, you just kind of have to... Just, you know, muster the courage and get your hand, roll up your sleeves and do it and taste it mm. to believe it. Um, I, I put these, you know, I put slices of qu- quinces on top of like, you know, sugar cookies and let them bake because I thought that the, a little cooking could make them taste and soften too because they're a little tough. Mm. Um, and it really brought out their sweetness. So. It tastes almost like a lemon cookie, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, we were saying, like, um, my, my friend Josh, who's also in the CSA, was cooking them into this, like, jam, I guess. And it was like, he was like, it tastes like an apple, but with lemon. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, there there's so many possibilities for quinces. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your favorite food that you've seen? Um, that you can I actually eat? I was a eat? huge fan of the donut peaches. Uh-huh. Um, I'm also just a huge fan of the plums. And I think like you were saying, there's so many of them and it's really exciting to just see all the vibrant colors and to try all of them. Um, they were good. So plums. I think the plums. Yeah. Yeah. Which could be They're over. over. Yeah. yeah. I, I haven't seen any at the green market this week. Yeah. Just depressing. Sad. But it's fall. It's fall. But we have apples. Pears. pears got all that good apples stuff. are pretty good um so i know that um you're not like the the point person on this project but red jacket orchard is uh launching this really exciting project called the healthy bodegas project um excuse me um so um sorry i'm like having a <laughs> quince cookie moment um <clears throat> actually that was probably a beer moment, a beer moment. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, we actually, it's actually called the Healthy Fresh Bodegas Initiative. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was started by the Department of Health and they came to Grow NYC to try to find farmers, um, to provide fresh produce to bodegas in underserved neighborhoods with food deserts. So then, um, Grow NYC came to Red Jacket in February asking if we could be that farmer to you know start this program with them for fruit yeah yeah so we've been distributing um weekly distributions to 12 bodegas in bedsty 
and we're having a fundraiser October 28th at the Brooklyn Kitchen to raise money to um, buy refrigerators to bring in the bodegas. Because as of now, um, if you go to the bodegas, they're owned by certain corporations. So you can only sell that corporation's product in that refrigerator. So if you Ooh, yeah. if the bodegas own their fridge, then they can sell you know whatever what, they want. Yeah. But if it's owned by Coors, then they can mm-hmm. sell beer. Right. Oh, okay. So it, this is like you guys are so determined. You know, everybody is so determined to get more healthy food into food deserts, fresh food that we're <laughs> we're getting. First of all, a farmer on board who's willing to take these the initiative. And also have, throw these fundraisers to get money for refrigerators. That's mm-hmm. that's that's pretty cool. I think also an exciting part of um, the fundraisers that beyond getting the fridges, we're also going to provide classes to the bodega owners to learn more about the produce, so they can also have more of a connection to, you know, the different varieties of fruit and the farm to explain it to the customers mm-hmm. to get excited mm-hmm. about the fruit. Yeah, yeah, to sell it. That sounds really cool. Are, are there other like food products that they're trying to put in or is the healthy bodegas initiative? Um, so it's our fruit and they also have our juices, mm-hmm. um, which I think is a nice alternative because there's no sugar added to the juices. Mm-hmm. So it's, I think it's more refreshing yeah. than drinking, you know, like soda. Coke, yeah. You know, soda. it's so funny. Cause like before I remember, you know, just even a few, not too many years ago, um, every bodega almost would have bananas, an apple stand, and uh, definitely f- juice. But now, um, even juice is becoming like a a rare, mm-hmm. rare thing. Yeah, because uh, you know there's fake juice, sure, soda, right? <laughs> fake juice doesn't really count. That. But, uh, but yeah, one hundred percent pure fruit juice, mm, mm-hmm. probably not. Yeah. And it's a problem just because I'm. I mean, what do you think it is? What is the reason? The, the reason that I. I mean, obviously, no fridge is fridge is an extra cost um, for produce. But beyond that, I mean, I, I know like there's been a lot of like talk, films, discussions, books about why there are food deserts, and it's 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 an ongoing discussion. Um, you know, because a lot of people have tried to put f- fresh food into places uh, like bodegas and they just don't move. They don't sell. Mm-hmm. They go rotten. It's inconvenient food um, for a, a sort of stock if it has to be preserved. I think that's what it is, inconvenience. I mean, people want to buy food that's convenient and cheap. <clears throat> so I think if you're comparing, like, I don't know how much... A banana is like a dollar or something at a mm-hmm. bodega, and but you can get like a, c- a bag chips. of chips for a dollar. I think comparatively, you might think the chips are more economical, mm-hmm. but um, I think that's what it is. People are it's just too focused on thing, yeah, yeah, getting a good deal, and I mean it backfires because then you feel sick from the chips, and then you know. <laughs> That's not fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and, and, and I mean, uh, how are you going to keep costs low for a red jacket, you know, pesticide-free, small, relatively small farm? Mm-hmm. Uh, how is how is that going to compete with the bag of chips? Um, I mean, I I think our produce is actually very affordable, and 
I also think that through education and people, I think, will naturally be excited about having this fresh produce, that slowly they will want to spend that $1 on something that's good for them, makes them feel better, right? as opposed to something that has like just a very immediate but short-lived you know, enjoyment, like chips. Right. So the fact that it is an apple and not a bag of chips is in itself. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. It's not like there are other apples to choose from here. We're talking about, like, you know, nothing fresh at right. these places. So that's cool. Um, how is that going so far, by the way? It, so it hasn't... It, there's a fundraiser October... 28th. 28th at Brooklyn Kitchen. Mm-hmm. And then we'll... I guess we'll see. We'll wait and see how yeah. it goes. Um, I mean, they've been distributing since May, two okay. dozen bodegas, and everyone seems really happy. You know, it's, I think, um, I've recently visited one in one of the locations and was talking to um, a woman who lives right next to the bodega, and she was really excited oh, about everything, cool. and she was happy, and, you know, it's it's nice. Apples make people happy. Yeah. Oh. An apple a day. I mean, it's so simple. It's just such... You know, it is a simple concept. It's it's an apple. It's like this cheerful food. Mm-hmm. What's not to like? That's what I think. That's true. Yeah. When and we at Hungry Filmmakers last week, we put a crate of Red Jacket Orchard apples front and center when people walked in and checked in and got their tickets. They could grab an apple from it, and everybody was like, crunch, 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 crunch. <laughs> it was so fun. Oh, uh, because those are the McCoons. Yeah. yeah, it was so loud. <laughs> it was really fun. So all you can hear during the movie is just crunch. like, crunch. <laughs> like it was like that. better than popcorn crunching. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> because popcorn has a crunch, but then it gets stale in your mouth. Yeah, no, this, actually, I heard that apples, like, kind of wash your teeth. They do, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. It feels like super fresh afterwards. That's that's what we're going for. Popcorn is so bad for your teeth because like the little kernels get like stuck inside your gums and like dig. So yeah, they're I guess they're total opposites then. They're terrible for you. They're the dentist's worst nightmare. My friend actually had like a a popcorn kernel that like became infected because it was just it was buried inside the (laughs) gum. Anyway. a really horrible I'm image. sorry. <laughs> that was a horrible Just think image. apples and unicorns. <laughs> sorry. If only he ate an apple to wash it away. Um, <laughs> I guess you could, yeah, you could eat an apple after you eat your popcorn to balance it yeah, out. Yeah. It'll kind of naturally scrape mm-hmm. everything around. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. Um, Wenjie, what is your favorite? What would you like to cook or be made for you? As like a super awesome date meal. Oh my god, duck. Duck? Oh, I love duck. <laughs> that's a first. Really? For the show, yeah. Oh, that's true. Nobody said duck. Do well, you want like roast Chinese, like Peking duck? I would do anything with duck. Or you want like anything a duck. seared duck, duck breast, like bloody? Yeah, anything with duck. Yeah. I, Jimmy's 43 has an <laughs> awesome duck dish. Where he cooks duck and has concrete grapes on the side. It's really delicious. Wow. Yeah. They do a good job there. Cool. So I, I guess I would just go there for a date. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just give me the duck. Show me, me the duck. Just me and Jimmy. Quack. <laughs> Eating the duck. <laughs> Kathy just making the sounds. <laughs> Sound effects. That's easy enough. Okay, Are you going to cook that for me? Um, I actually... 
That's funny you mentioned that because I just ordered ducks from D'Artagnan that two seconds ago. <laughs> yeah, I just ordered four Peking ducks for the feast festival or f- the feast dinner next Thursday oh, or Friday. Sorry. Um, it should be really fun. It's this conference um, that Good good.com good magazine um puts on every year and it's called the feast conference it's not necessarily about food it's just like different speakers leaders in different Mm -hmm. industries are talking um and then afterwards this year they're going to do this dinner to cap it off and celebrate and uh there's going to have there's going to be like brooklyn green just doing the produce and then there's boba restaurant cooking studio feast is cooking i'm cooking something and I think I'm going to do duckos, so, which uh, is... Yeah, can you explain? <laughs> so I was thinking, you know, Peking duck is served in this little Chinese pancake. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like tasteless, you know, you know, soft pancake that's folded with the duck slices inside and hoisin sauce. Mm. So I was thinking, why don't we kind of build upon that and make it more like maybe some crunchy cabbage slaw and some shredded carrots and pickled radishes and... And uh, awesome stuff, and make it a duck taco. So a ducko. Oh, ducko! <laughs> For some reason, I was thinking of a donut duck <laughs> when you said that. No I'm over why. the donuts now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Moving on, right? <laughs> that sounds really good. Yeah. Okay, you should come to I that. Would, I would eat that. Cool. <laughs> I was find a date though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My date food. Okay, yeah. everybody knows now. That's what you need <laughs> to win Wednesday over on a date. This is a duck. duck. That's it. Just have a whole duck. It's that easy. <laughs> yeah, just show up at my front door with a duck. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll see what happens. And ducks are the easiest thing to cook because a roast duck, you stick it in the oven and it has so much flavor. You don't have to like butter it up like you would a roast chicken. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's great. Now the question is, can you cook quince with, with ducks? a duck? I think um, you could cook kumquats with ducks. <laughs> I don't know how to quince it. Just <laughs> okay. You can do plums with duck, though, for sure. I think so. Mm-hmm. Cranberries, maybe, too. I've actually been really wanting to get some duck because I cooked all my grapes down to, mm-hmm. like, a grape sauce. Mm-hmm. And I added some black rum to it. And I feel like that would be really good oh. to put on top of duck. Yeah. Maybe as, like, a reduction sauce to yeah. the duck drippings, duck mm-hmm. fat. That sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Let's have a date. Let's do it. Okay. Let's have a date. Date night <laughs> with no apples. Um. <laughs> no, but I can eat apples now, so it's fine. Okay. All right. Let's do that. <laughs> cool. Thanks so much for being here, Wendy. You're welcome. I think that's about all the time we got. I'd like to thank Nat and Jack Inslee, that our producers, and everybody at Heritage. I'll be here oh, next week. See ya. You love-